0: This is Keith and Sue Seval. You will see uh, that they're not strangers to us, um, and uh, they will introduce and lead us through the service. Thank you, Keith.
1: Well, good morning. It's very good to be with you again. Um, our service this morning is a special all-age service, and it will be following the traditional form of a Jewish Passover service. Traditional Jewish service, goes back many thousands of years, as we will discover during the course of our time this morning. Traditionally, it takes place in the family home and gathered around a meal table. Um, Sadly, uh, you don't get a meal um, today, but you will get some opportunity to taste some of the special foods that are associated uh, with Passover, and you can see them around the room, um, more of that in a moment. You'll also get an opportunity to learn some Hebrew today. And um, the first lesson is coming up right now. So if we can have the words on the screen. Um, there we go. This is the blessing for the wine. Um, we're not having real wine, but symbolic wine. We will drink four cups uh, today. And before we drink each one, together we say the uh, blessing. So uh, if you'd just like to say it with me uh, now, this is just a rehearsal, uh, and then we'll say it later during the uh, service. So together, Baruch Atah Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Borei Pari Hagafen, which means, uh, oh, we haven't got the Hebrew or the English up there, which means, we praise you, O Lord our God, who brings forth fruit from the vine. Uh, so, so that's it. You got that very well first time. We don't need to do that again, uh, but that will come back, uh, later. So let us, uh, turn our thoughts to the, to the service itself, because, um, writing, um, about the night before Jesus died, uh, the Apostle Luke writes in his Gospel that when the hour came, Jesus and his Apostles reclined at table. That's what you did at the Passover service. And he, Jesus, said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. You see, Jesus and his disciples were going to celebrate in a very similar way to the way in which Jesus Thousands of years previously, Jews have celebrated the Passover. And it's no accident that the Passover was the last act of Jesus on earth, the climax uh, of his ministry. For his disciples gathered with him around the table. They were looking back to God's extraordinary rescue of his people from slavery in Egypt. So Jesus, he was looking forward to the even more extraordinary rescue of all mankind from the slavery of sin. More of that as the service unfolds. The uh, Passover service book is called a Haggadah, which means literally a storybook because it tells us the story of the escape of the children of Israel from slavery in Egypt. But it starts, as all Jewish festivals start, with the lighting of candles. And Sue is going to uh, say the blessing and light the candles for us.
2: Baruch Atah Adonai. We praise you, O Lord our God, King of the Universe, who has blessed us by your commandments and commanded us to kindle the festival light.
1: And now a prayer that we all say, and that the prayers that we're going to be saying today are all taken from the Jewish Haggadah, the prayer book for Passover. So, uh, together, uh, we praise you, O Lord our God, King of the universe. You have chosen us from among all peoples to proclaim your unity throughout the world and to sanctify our lives by obeying your commandments. In love, O Lord our God, you have given us holy days for gladness, festivals and sacred seasons for rejoicing, even this festival of unleavened bread, the season of our freedom, where we worship you and remember the exodus from Egypt. For you have chosen us to consecrate us and given us the festivals for gladness and joy. We praise you, O Lord, who hallow the house of Israel and the festive seasons. Amen. Well, as I mentioned earlier, there are many customs that accompany the Passover service, and one of them is the drinking of four cups of wine during the course of the evening, traditionally an evening, but it's a morning today, um, and these are explained as a practice that Roman freemen had um, to drink four cups of wine. So it was a sign um, of freedom. Excellent. I think just while the last people are getting there if we can say the blessing uh, together, and then we're going to sing, so it'll give you a chance. to. Uh, know. So let's say the blessing together. If we can have the words on the screen. Baruch Ata Adonai, Eloheinu melech ha'olam, Puri Hagafen. We praise you, O Lord, our God, King of the Universe, Creator of the fruit of the vine. Well, as you can see, hopefully, on the table in front of me there is a plate with lots of uh, special uh, foods and items, and we'll be uh, talking about those uh, in a moment. But Um, I would draw your attention in particular to this special um, uh, covering which contains um, three pieces of this unleavened bread called matzah. And um, I'm now going to take the middle one um, of these, and that is significant. We'll explain why in a moment. I take the uh, middle one and... Um, I'm going to break it in half like that. Um, one half, I will um, hide in this serviette here. And um, we will be hiding it during the course of the service. And at the end of the service, the children need to find it. Otherwise, we can't go home. Um, and it has to be exactly the same. You'll see, you know, it's got to be joined. I'm no, no cheating. I know there's lots of moths around there, so... <laughs> So, uh, first a, a prayer. Behold the bread of affliction which our ancestors ate in the land of Egypt. Let all who are hungry come and eat. Let all who, uh, who are in want come and celebrate the Passover. This year many are still oppressed. Next year may all be free. May this spirit of fellowship seal our hearts And may the time come soon when no one will be in want, and when a festival of redemption from misery and oppression shall be proclaimed for all mankind. Amen. And while the glasses are being filled, we're going to say the blessing again. Excellent. So you're getting good at it now, I'm sure. So can we say together... Baruch Ata Adonai, Melech Melechalam, Borei Pri Hagafen. We praise you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, Creator of the fruit of the vine. You may drink. Now, the Haggadah, um, the dramatic telling of the story of the Exodus, is for the whole family and, and being a child-centred festival, the service starts with some of the youngest children present asking questions about the meaning of the the service. So if the four of you would like to come to the front, that's excellent. Uh, Let's listen carefully to the very good questions um, that they have.
2: Why is this night different from all other nights On all other nights, we eat leavened or unleavened bread. Why tonight only unleavened? On all other nights, we do not dip green herbs in salt, water, and bitter herbs in harasset. Why do we do so tonight? On all other nights, we don't have roasted lamb on the table or roasted egg on the table? Why do we have it tonight?
1: Well, thank, thank you very much. Those are really good questions, um, but I'm afraid you're going to have to be a little bit patient because I'm not going to answer them just yet. First, we need to progress to telling the story of the Exodus. And the story begins when uh, God makes himself to Moses in a remarkable way. Moses, you uh, may remember, was born to a Hebrew woman in Egypt at a time when the king, the Pharaoh, was trying to destroy, to wipe out uh, the Hebrew people and was killing all of the boys. But Moses was rescued by a princess, an Egyptian princess, grew up in the, li- in the palace and then fled Uh, into the desert. And it's here that we find him in this video clip coming up any second now, um, in the desert, looking after his sheep. And so Moses returned to the land of his birth with a message from God, let my people go. Pharaoh, the king, wasn't overly keen on letting them go, however, and as God foretold in that clip, we've just heard he brought about a series nine plagues and our next clip which comes straight up now um shows what happens after those nine plagues <laughs> so that is the historical context of the uh story of the exodus And it's from the Prince of Egypt, which is a pretty accurate representation of what um, is in the Bible. We're going to hear a short section from Exodus 12 now. David is going to read to us. The Lord
0: said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one for each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbour, having taken into account the number of people there are. You are to determine the amount of lamb needed in accordance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be year-old males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or the goats. Take care of them until the 14th day of the month, when all the people of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to take some of the blood and put it on the sides and tops of the door frames of the houses where they eat the lambs. That night, they are to eat the meat roasted over the fire, along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast.
1: So as we saw in the video... When God passed through the land of Egypt, bringing death to the oldest son of every Egyptian, he passed over, hence the name Passover, he passed over the uh, the houses where the blood of the lamb had been daubed over the doorposts. And the important points for us to note are that the lamb was without blemish, it was perfect, the lamb was slain, and the blood was applied and became the perfect protection from death. And of course, the, the Passover lamb isn't only referred to in Exodus. The Passover lamb also is mentioned in the New Testament. And Naomi is going to read one passage to us from 1 Peter.
2: You know that in the past that you were living a worthless way, A way that passed down from people who lived before you, but now you were saved from that useless life. You were
3: bought not with something that that ruins like gold or silver, but with the precious blood of Christ, who was like pure and perfect lamb.
1: So that's how the Passover celebration uh, came about. Um, But the story continues and Gary takes up the story.
4: Pharaoh and all his officials and all the Egyptians got up during the night and there was loud wailing in Egypt, for there was not a house without someone dead. During the night, Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron and said, Up, lead my people, you and the Israelites, go, worship the Lord as you have requested. Take your flocks and herds as you have said and go, and also bless me. The Egyptians urged the people to hurry and leave the country, for otherwise, they said, we will all die. So the people took their dough before the yeast was added and carried carried it on their shoulders in kneading troughs wrapped in clothing. The Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord had made the Egyptians favourably disposed towards the people, and they gave them what they asked for, so they plundered the Egyptians." the Israelites journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth. There were about 600,000 men on foot besides women and children. Many other people went up with them and also large droves of livestock, both flocks and herds. With the dough the Israelites had brought from Egypt, they baked loaves of unleavened bread. The dough was without yeast because they had been driven out of Egypt and did not have time to prepare food for themselves.
1: And so it was that the people were set free from from slavery. And our third uh, video clip shows the dramatic climax of that exodus. And so the people were free, set free from slavery, having passed through the waters of the Red Sea and ev- eventually reached the Promised Land. And that is a picture of how uh, Christ sets us Christ, the Lamb of God, was slain and without sin. And uh, you heard them singing in the video there. They were singing, actually, words which are still sung today. Uh, Who among the gods is like you, O Lord? And we're going to sing now a, a song which echoes that very similar sentiment. Lord, I lift your name on high. You came from heaven to earth to show the way. Well, we've now uh, explained the momentous historical events which the Passover celebration records and reminds us of. And now it's time to answer those four very good questions that we had at the beginning um, of our service. Now, the first question was about the matzah, the unleavened bread. This is traditionally explained as follows. We eat this uh, matzah to remind us of the unleavened bread which our ancestors baked in Egypt because their dough did not have time to ferment before the Almighty revealed himself to them and redeemed them. As it says, and we heard this read to us, with the dough they had brought from Egypt, they baked baked cakes of unleavened bread and the dough without, without yeast. And you might have heard they put it on their backs so that it cooks on their their backs. So that's why we eat uh, unleavened bread, and you're going to be tasting some of this um, in a moment. Um, The second question was about the um, horseradish, uh, the bitter herbs, and this is explained as follows. Um, We eat bitter herbs to remind us that the lives of our ancestors were embittered by the Egyptians. As it says... They made their lives bitter with hard labour in brick and mortar. And I think as Christians as well, uh, it's a reminder too that the great redemption uh, which God wrought on our behalf uh, was wrought at great cost. The third of the four questions was about the dipping of uh, green herbs in salt water. Um, you're not going to be dipping it in salt water, but we've got some salt water up here, so the people up here will get that pleasure. Um, which uh, explains that. Uh, I would say we've done that, and also you asked about the haroset. Beautifully said. Um, we have some haroset, um, which was once a common uh, condiment. Um, you'll taste this in a moment, um, but uh, taken as part of the uh, Passover service. To represent the mortar, the cement with which the children of Israel built the pyramids and the buildings in uh, Egypt. Um, And then the last question was about the uh, roasted lamb bone and the roasted egg. And um, they are to remind us about. Oops, is this cooked? (laughs) Good. cracked. Uh, um, it's roasted, it should be cooked but you never know. Um, the, uh, it's a reminder of the sacrificial lamb which was offered in the temple and consumed as we heard in our reading in uh, family groups. And perhaps for Jesus this was the most symbolic, uh, the most powerful symbol um, of all. And we can recall the fact that um, with Jesus' sacrifice, his death on the cross, uh, all other sacrifice became redundant from all, for all time further on. So let's stand and sing, Jesus Christ, I think, upon your sacrifice continue our Passover service with another prayer from the Haggadah. So while you're still standing, let's say together, we praise you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who redeemed us and our ancestors from Egypt, and have enabled us to reach this night, that by eating unleavened bread and bitter herbs, we may commemorate our redemption. Cause us, we pray, O Lord our God and God of our fathers, to reach yet other festivals and seasons in peace, heartened in the hope for the coming of your kingdom and rejoicing in the worship of your name. We praise you, O Lord, Redeemer of Israel and all mankind. Amen. Please sit down. And if those of you at the end of the row would like to come to to your serving tables and uh, pick up the plates of matzah and just pass one piece of matzah along, or pass the plate along and just take one piece each. Okay, and while all of that is happening, anyone who can concentrate, uh, say with me the uh, blessing of the wine Baruch Ata Adonai, eleheinu melech alam, borei pari Hagafen. We praise you, O Lord our God, curing of the universe, creator of the fruit of the vine. And um, I'm going to take the top piece of the uh, special matzah that we have here and um, break it and distribute it to the people sitting around me, um, although they're already tucking in. No, uh, that's fine. Um, and uh, in a smaller gathering, this piece would go out to everyone. Um, and have we got the next prayer on the screen? We praise you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. Now you can eat the matzah. One thing at a time. Right, but don't eat it all because you're going to need more in a minute. So hang on to a piece of mozza and if you can now come up and collect the remaining dishes. Um, so, Right, so that's the haroset, one horoset and one and uh, radish. And what you need to do, and this is the piece that requires real skill, is that you, um, don't worry, we'll pick up the crumbs later, Uh, you you break the um, matzah like that, Uh, you dip it into the haroset, you add a piece of um, radish, it is, not bitter herb, don't worry, Um, and a bit of parsley, and you make a great big sandwich, and you hold it until we've said the next blessing. And if we can um, have the final... Uh, blessing up. Let's, if you can concentrate, let's say it together. Uh, we praise you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who has sanctified us by your commandments and commanded us concerning the eating of bitter herbs. And now you can eat everything that is in front of you. <laughs> now, while, the, um, while you're still eating and the, the food is being placed back on the tables, Um, I need the children to find the missing piece of mozza because uh, we can't carry on without it. Um, I'll give you a clue. It's not in here. It's out there. But no cheating. I want the real piece of mozza. When I said outside, I don't think I meant outside, outside. I mean outside in the foyer there. We seem to have lost all the children. Sorry, don't panic, everyone. This is entirely normal. Um, (laughs) uh, We've sent a doctor. That's fine. Um, Yeah, I I see a child. Yeah, excellent. Yes, warm, warm, left, left, warm, getting warmer, getting warmer, (laughs) warmer, getting really quite hot now. I think you're getting warm. I can't see where you've gone, but, um, yeah, ah, oh, yeah, excellent. We've, special reserves have come back. Ah, oh, well done. Excellent. So I just need to check, excuse me, because, uh, you know, it has been known. So we'll put that there. So this match, do you remember which level this did this come out of? The middle one, yeah, good. And... I know what happened. I put it on here. Never mind. Does it match? No. No. (laughs) I knew nothing could go wrong. Um, Okay, well, that was the the middle piece of of mozza. And and the reason I keep stressing that uh, point is that what we now do is we break this broken piece of mozza and we distribute this around as well. The Passover, as I hope you've felt, is uh, generally a joyful celebration, and we will conclude on a joyful note in a moment. But it has its somber notes as well. It talks about costly death. It talks about sacrifice. And it was was thus this middle piece of mozzah That was broken as Jesus said, This is my body. And the symbolism, I think, is just so powerful because the earlier breaking represents crucifixion, the hiding signifies the burial, and the finding signifies um, the resurrection three days after his death. And we read about that uh, if our next reader is ready from Matthew twenty-six. While they were eating, Jesus took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and offered it to them, saying Drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of a covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. I tell you I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. The Apostle Paul writes as well about it in Romans chapter 3.
0: Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. But now a righteousness from God, apart from the law, has been made known, to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference for all who have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through the faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus.
1: Don't bother filling your glasses again, but we'll say the blessing one more time for the third glass of wine. Baruch atah Adonai, Eloheinu melech ha'olam, barei peri ha'gafen. And now we're going to sing a song which picks up just those themes that we've been reading about. Behold the Lamb who bears our sins away. There are uh, many places throughout Scripture where God encourages His people to look back and remember at the momentous events of the first Passover, the Exodus. And at the Passover, there is a shortened version of the Hallel. Psalms 113 to 118 is is read responsively. We're going to read an, a, a really, really short part. From just Psalm 115, we're going to read it alternately. If you can to read together the words in bold on the screen, if you can see that, um, uh, and somebody's reading the other bits for us, can't remember who. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to Your name be the glory, because of Your love and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, "Where is their God?" Our God is in heaven.
3: He does whatever pleases him.
1: O house of Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and their shield. O house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear him, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great alike. May the Lord make you increase, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to man. And so we come to the conclusion of our Passover service, and we have... Uh, one more glass to, to drink. Um, so together, let's say the blessing. Baruch atah Adonai, ala melech borei hagafen. We praise you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, creator of the fruit of the vine. And finally, one other psalm, which of many references that there are throughout the Old Testament and indeed the New Testament, looking back at the momentous events that we have Thought about and remembered today is Psalm 136. And this gives me a chance to just teach you one more uh, Hebrew word. And it's a really rich word. It is chesed. Can you say that together? Chesed. Really guttural. Chesed. And it, it, it's a word that, that is untranslatable into the English language. Bible translators struggle with this across the world, even in English. It used to be loving kindness, it's covenant love. There's no one word because it expresses the essence. Um, I can see one struggling to think what it is in Kathem already. Um, it is it, the um, essence of God's character. It. His faithfulness, his love. And um, the Psalm 136 has uh, a, a, a refrain uh, in it. And so, uh, just having taught you, it's chesed. Um, it's his love, which is Hazdo. So can you now say Hazdo And it's his love endures forever. Ki le'olam hazdo. His love is endures forever. Ki le'olam Chazdo. Excellent. So if we can have our reading, we just join in the refrain, Ki le'olam hazdo, each time.
2: Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good.
1: Ki le'olam
2: Give thanks to the God of gods.
1: Ki le'olam
2: Give thanks to the Lord of lords.
1: Ki le'olam
2: To him who alone does great wonders.
1: <laughs>
2: who by his understanding made the heavens?
1: <laughs>
2: who spread out the earth upon the waters?
1: <laughs>
2: who made the great lights?
1: <laughs>
2: the sun to govern the day?
1: <laughs>
2: the moon and stars to govern the night? <laughs> and brought Israel out from Egypt with a mighty hand and outstretched arm to him who divided the Red Sea asunder and brought Israel through the midst of it who gives food to every creature Give thanks to the God of heaven.
1: And what song could we possibly sing after that to close our service, other than give thanks to the Lord, our God and King, for his love endures for forever.
3: We're going to um, close in prayer, but first I just say thank you to Keith and Saval for your preparation in this service. But so um it's been a great celebration and uh, hopefully it's given you a greater insight into the Passover and to the covenant faithfulness of our God. i um, just also like to say it's the last Sunday that we have uh, Mikhail and Jenny with us. They've been here with us for about six months and they're going back to um, serve in Mozambique, first back to Sweden, then Mozambique. So um, please, uh, uh, we'll, we'll send you out with uh, God's love and our blessing. Thank you for your time with us and the children as well. Well, let's uh, close by, by praying together. Lord, we do thank you that you are a covenant God. We thank you for your, your hesed, your covenant love, your love that endures forever. And we thank you for the way that you have shown us your love, the way that um, we have seen it in the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for the freedom that we can appreciate through him freedom from sin, the freedom from death. We thank you for the, the glorious future that awaits us as a result of his sacrifice for us. And we do pray that we would know that love through the, the week ahead in our daily uh, lives. We pray that Mikael and Jenny and the family would know it as they go back to Sweden, back to Mozambique and continue to serve you there. Bless them, we pray. And may this time with us in the, Wycliffe have been a fruitful time for them. And we just pray now also that you would accept our offerings as we bring them to you with grateful hearts for all that you have done for us. And may they be used for your glory, that others may know that love that we enjoy ourselves. Let's pray this now, in Jesus' name. Amen.